All right, here we go for the news for April 12th. Is it 12th? No, sorry, April 11th. Yeah, it's going to be April 11th. Forget what time of day. New bid starts. What's the new bid going to be? Chicago to Denver to somewhere in Southern California to someplace else in Southern California. Back to Chicago. I don't remember, like Grande Vista, California, and Empire, California. Uh, I looked in the Google Maps, and it looks like a big homeless area around the place I got to go to, so that's going to be a lot of fun. I think I'll definitely be putting a lock on that trailer. A lot of trash everywhere. I grew up not too far from where this Grande Vista is, and quite honestly, I don't remember it being that bad when I was a kid, but I haven't lived there in 20 years, so who knows. So anyway, I'm looking up. Looking forward to a new bid. So this will be the brand new start of season 11. That's right. Every season corresponds with whatever bid I'm on. Every bids, bids come out twice a year. Bids are basically what I'm going to be doing for the next six months. You know, five, six months. So this will last until bids usually are like April and October, September, October. It varies every year, but you never know. The reason why I do that is because each bid corresponds, or each season corresponds with a bid. This way I know uh, somebody says, oh, hey, in season four, you were, you know, doing this thing. And then I can say, oh, hey, okay, I was on a Bloomington Denver bid, or I was on a whatever, you know, it was a Portland bid, or and then at least I know what I was doing at the time. Of course, you know, I thought this all through when I started this, made it real complicated, thought it was a great thing. And then I realized that, uh, you know what? Nobody, nobody's ever asked me that question before. Nobody's ever asked me what pit out, you know, a question that made me refer to that. But anyway, that's the system I got set up and I'm um, sticking to it. So PreSonus is working out. I think the recording is getting a little better. I don't know. Message me. Let me know. Kingfishcafe at gmail.com. That's kingfishcafe at gmail.com. Or you can dial 414-666-1926. That's 414-1926. You can call that number and leave a voicemail. It goes to a Google phone number. I never answer it. Just leave a message. And uh, if you just got anything interesting or a news story, yeah, give me a call on that number. I'll put it on the show. You know. But if you don't want it on the show, make sure you tell me in there. Because if you tell me you don't want it in the show, I will not put you on the show. I'll only put you on there if you don't say anything. All right? Forewarning. Sound like a good deal? All right. Anyway, that's all I got for that. That's the opening. I'm looking forward to the new bid starting. I'm kind of excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm tired of hitting deer. Yes, no more deer. All right, let's get on with the show. Here, all right, Jeremiah Craig. Here we go. <laughs> Keeping that hammer down all across the nation Checking cities off his list Sharing stories of the road right here on his station You are listening to the Kingfish Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network mm. Expect 
expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, here we go. Now, like I said before, it's April 11th. But what's happening next month, May 17th, 18th, and 19th, that's three days, is the CVSA road check. This is a big deal. It's an annual thing. I think it used to be like in June or July, but they moved it up to May. I don't know why. They just did. So it's May 17th, 18th, and 19th. So here's what you're going to do. This year, it's all wheel-ins. You know, wheels, they're probably going to check brakes. Just remember this. Brakes, lights, and trailers. Or tires, sorry, tires. That's BLT. Brakes, you check those things, check your obvious stuff. They're going to check everything. But they're going to concentrate, concentrate on wheel-ins. You know, tires, lug nuts, things like that. But you know, every year they have a theme. And they always want to beat the number of tickets they give out the year before. So they're looking for low-hanging fruit. You got a bunch of shit on your dash, they're pulling you in. If you look like you're a mess, they're pulling you in. So if you got a lot of problems, maybe just shut down. Or even better yet, just fix whatever you got going on with your truck. Because it'll save you money in the long run and might save you a lot of heartache. So that's May 17th, 18th, and 19th. Now, a bunch of trucking companies, you know, like truck stops, maintenance places, they're going to start offering discounts on your tire, on your maintenance. You know, to check out your truck before this, the thing, make sure you're cool. So through April and May, this is at the Loves, okay? There'll be other ones later on. As I hear about them, I'll announce them. April and May, drivers can receive a dollar tire pass inspections. You get them free when you, when you get the, you know, when you fuel. At least I think you do. At least you used to. And $10 off DOT inspections at over 400 Loves trucks and Speco locations across the country. During this time, drivers can get also a complimentary visual inspection with the purchase of any truck care service, whatever that means. I don't know what's involved in a truck care service. I have my own thing I do. So anyway, the focus of this year's road check is on wheel-ins. Viola violations involving wheel-in components historically account for one quarter of vehicle out-of-service violations discovered during international road checks. So remember, this is going to be at the loves. Now, the, I'm sure Pilot and Petro and Flying Chain, all that, you know, they'll offer their own deals later on down the road. But that's, you know, Pilot or Loves is the first one to come out with it. So check into that, okay? You know, if you're not sure, go get yourself checked out. Avoid the ticket. All right, let's get moving on. All right, I'm just going to read this one. This one's kind of funny. Oh, well, not funny if you were there, I'm sure. Last load shuts. This is from Trucker News. Last load shuts down morning traffic on George Washington Bridge. If you've ever been across the George Washington Bridge, it is a freaking nightmare. All right, if you go to TWK Trucking with Kingfish, you can see the uh, YouTube video driving across the bridge. We're going like really slow. I hadn't been across in years, awake anyway. Yeah, as a sleeper guy, a lot of times across these things, I'd be asleep. So, anyway. The worst freight bottleneck in the country got worse Monday morning when a tractor trailer lost part of its load. Uh, news reports say steel beams fell off a flatbed on the bridge upper deck. At about 5.30 a.m., traffic was delayed for more than three hours on the upper deck and for a shorter period of time on the bridge's lower deck. Wow. you imagine? Oh. It says here the Port Authority is taking aggressive action against the trucking company and the driver that caused this morning's massive disruption. 
disruption on the disruption on the George Washington Bridge. The agency said all such incidents of gross negligence that violate safety standards and impact thousands of motors will face the full consequence that is the law provides for, including cost recovery of damages incurred. Yeah, the driver screwed basically. There were no injuries and there was no mishaps. The driver was not identified by the police. Probably if he's from New York, that's really good. Uh, and then on Monday morning, a trucker was killed in Paradise, Louisiana, when the load of his trailer shifted. So that was like a whole different thing. So be careful with your loads. You know, double secure these things. You know, if, uh, don't trust these straps. Was it last year, two years ago, when me and little Billy were running and we saw that uh, two trucks run into each other? One had steel coils, and the guy with steel coils just was using straps. He was using straps to hold down steel coils. It when they when they got into the accident, the steel coils ripped through those straps like it was nothing. They should have been using chains. It was ridiculous. And one of the coils banged up against the sleeper. He's lucky he didn't go all the way through. Would have crushed him. So anyway, if you were stuck, this was April six. You were stuck in that nightmare of the GW. My condolences. But of course, there's always traffic on the GW. But go check out that video, TWK, Drinking with Kingfish, over on YouTube. All right, let's get moving on. Well, it looks like everybody's Highway Patrol, that's the California Highway Patrol. Well, how's that for sarcasm? Anyway, the California Highway Patrol, CHB, they made a TV show about them, right? Maybe that's, I don't know, maybe people like them, I don't know. I don't know, I've never met a punch, though, when I get pulled over. Anyway, recently concluded a 10-day enforcement effort targeting commercial motor vehicle drivers who were speeding or traveling in the wrong lanes along the grapevine. You know the grapevine along the five. Anyway, CHP's uh, Fort Tohone grapevine division noted that one of the priorities of the CHP Fort Tohone area is to assure the safe travel of the motoring public through the grapevine, well, and also to give out big tickets so they can get money. A major concern has been the increasing number of commercial vehicles and passenger vehicles towing trailers that are traveling at unsafe speeds and within the wrong lanes. Stick to the right two lanes. From March 15th through March 24th, the CHP officers from Fort Tone, Grapevine Commercial Vehicle Enforcement Facility and Central Division Commercial Unit partnered to increase patrols on the Grapevine Quarter. But that was a lot to say right there. Grapevine Commercial Vehicle Enforcement Facility and Central Division Commercial Unit? Uh, whatever. During the 10-day effort, officers made approximately 700 enforcement contacts. Of those 700 drivers, nearly 500 were issued citations, further either speeding or out-of-lane violations, too far over to the left. You got a trailer, stick to the right. The CHP Fort Tohon area will increase the focus on safety, uh, basically, they're saying they're going to give out more tickets. So if you're going down the grapevine, be careful. They're on the lookout, and they want to give out tickets. And uh, that's just the way it is. Let's see what else is going on here. Lots of good enough. Uh, during the, because of the recent storms in uh, Georgia, I haven't driven, I don't drive down there, so I don't know what's going on exactly. But the hours of service rules have been suspended in Georgia after the governor declared a state of emergency following severe storms last Tuesday. Ooh, what was that? Ooh, I just heard a crackle in my sound. I wonder what that was from. Maybe I touched some wire. Wouldn't that be horrific? I'm trying to make this sound as best I can. It sounded like a lightning going off in my ears, but very subtly. So, anyway, there was 
the hours of service being lifted in Georgia, if you're doing like um, fuel or emergency stuff, not, it's not for everybody, of course. But double check that before you take my word for it, because that may have been lifted by now. All right, let's get moving on. Um, I wonder what that noise was. Maybe you didn't hear it. Hopefully you didn't. Uh, with that focus rate that I was using as an interface, oh, I was putting so much noise into the system. But it could be these headphones, because my regular headphones that I use are... I broke the the band on them, so I got to get them fixed by Cos. Love Cos headphones. They're not paying me. They should. But hey, what the heck? No, here's the deal. I own like like uh, was it last year when all that uh, weird stock stuff was going on. I had like five or six hundred dollars worth of Cos stock, and it dropped. And I thought, well, it's not worth selling, so I just held on to it. I bought it for like I don't know, like a buck or two a share, because I like the headphones. And they paid a slight dividend, all right? But I like the headphones. Then I stopped for my 30-minute break, which is mandatory before your eight hours. Thank goodness I did. When I stopped for my 30-hour break, I was bored, and I checked my, because I didn't have anything to do, I checked my stocks. Boom. It was up to like 70-something dollars a share. Whoa. I sold that stuff. Yeah, it was like 50 or 60 grand off a $500 investment. Nice, huh? It's all in my retirement fund, so I can't touch it till I'm 65. But hey, every little bit helps. And it's kind of fun, you know. All right, let's get moving on. All right, they're still talking about that uh, bipartisan bill, the one that uh, U.S. Representative Abigail Spanberger and Mike Gallagher, a uh, Republican from Wisconsin. I like the fact that this is a bipartisan bill with Democrats and Republicans, so it makes it possible. Now, if this thing goes through, we're going to get a $7,500 credit. Which, you know, I will gladly take. We should have got it last year. So keep your fingers crossed. Nothing's changed on it yet. It hasn't been canceled. But, you know, these things, don't get worked up about it. Don't think you're going to get it until you actually get it. Because you can't trust any of this stuff. All right? So, but they're still working on it. And so far, there's no negatives. Now I'm hearing all kinds of weird noises out in the hallway. Great. All right. Maybe it's the cat. He does have a tendency to stalk the hallways when I'm recording. He's a devious little feller. He's orange. And his little brother, older brother, is a white and black little cow, moo cow looking cat. Quite honestly, I think they're out to get me. I've only had him for 19 years. Yes, my cats are 19 and 18 years old. Trust me, I know they're old. But they still look damn good, as do I. All right, let's get moving on. All right, this is exciting, huh? Really exciting. As we cry driver shortage, which is just an excuse to try to get on autonomous vehicles on the road. Warner Enterprise, in partnership with autonomous vehicle tech company Aurora Innovation, launched a commercial pilot program in Texas. Why is it always Texas? Because it's flat and boring and there's nothing there to hit. All right, the two companies said that starting this week, trucks outfitted with Aurora Autonomous Truck Technology are hauling loads for customers between Fort Worth and El Paso. Yeah. If you ever driven between Fort Worth and El Paso, there ain't nothing to look at. See, I mean, it's kind of pretty in a way, but it's kind of, kind of dull, too. Anyway, the 600-mile lane represents the middle of the leg of one of the busiest commercial thoroughfares for Warner and the U.S. trucking industry, Atlanta to Los Angeles. For now, a safety driver remains on board in case of emergency. How exciting would that be? Uh, but Warner and Aurora say that they're exploring further autonomy for vehicles in this lane. 
So basically, they probably have like a safety driver and then like another car with a bunch of engineers follow it to make sure it doesn't screw up. Yeah, way to cut down on wages. That's what this is all about. Autonomous trucks are not about about safety. They're all about cutting, getting rid of the drivers. Eventually, they'll get rid of the drivers. And then uh, who knows what will happen. Anyway, the companies say that they chose the Fort Worth El Paso lane in part because it is unpopular with human truck drivers. Actually, no, I kind of like driving it, actually. It's it's flat, it's boring, and uh, it's pretty dry down there. I, it's a nice, easy drive. Why wouldn't anybody want to do it? It's easy, easy drive. So, no, it's just bullshit. No, the reason why they're doing it is because they want to, it's flat and boring, and there's nothing to hit. It says here, Warner has a long history of pioneering new technology within the industry. Uh, really? What, 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 what new technology did you pioneer within the industry? What, ELDs? Yeah, we all love those things. Ooh, way to go, Warner. Yeah, I remember when Warner did that. We were all excited for him. Ugh. Way to pioneer technology, boys. Anyway, this collaboration and pilot with Aurora is another step forward in our commitment to sustainability and safety for our drivers. You know, when they say safety for our drivers, what they mean is getting rid of the drivers so that they're safe sitting at home. Uh, and then it says, we look forward to building a hybrid world where drivers continue to haul freight while autonomous trucks supplement rising demand. You know what? That is the lotus crap I've ever heard. Oh my God. It's, you know, I wonder if the guy who wrote that kept a straight face. Unbelievable. All right. Let's get moving on before I start. I just start choking. Oh my God. Unbelievable. Don't worry. You know, anyway, before I switch over, there was an episode of The Twilight Zone. I can't think of what it was called. It was the original Twilight Zone. And they were in a bar. And, you know, everybody was got off work. And, you know. All right. I had to stop a second. I had to cough. Nobody wants to hear me cough. So anyway, there's this episode of The Twilight Zone. You know, it's the original Twilight Zone. I think it really, you know, it's very uh, foretelling. Fortune-telling? Forward-thinking? I don't know what you want to call it. Anyway. And it, all these workers get off, and they go to this bar. You know, they're celebrating a day that they just finished. And it's a lively place. Then the owner says they're going to implement you know, automated whatever to the, in this factory. So they put the automated stuff in. You know, they cut to a scene of the bar, and it's all told through the bar. There's less people in the bar. Then they say, well, they're going to update the maintenance, you know, the machines. You know, and they said, okay, less people in the bar. Then they said they don't need the maintenance people anymore because they automated that. Now there's almost nobody in the bar. Then they cut to the last part of the scene where it's the CEO of the company, the one who was bragging about doing all this stuff. And he's sitting in the bar by himself, and it's all empty and quiet. And they said, hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, well, they just let me go. There's nobody else working there, so they let the board of directors let me go, so there's nobody working there. That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. That's the way it seems like the world's going. You know, nobody's going to be working. If nobody's going to be working, who's going to buy the stuff? It's a dilemma. The old economy screwed up. Maybe we'll have to buy farms, just grow our own food and be done with it. All right, let's get moving on. All right, talking about wrongful situation here. Anyway, we talked about this earlier, I think. Maybe we didn't, I don't know. But anyway, tanker truck. Yeah, tanker truck driver. He's, you know, doing his thing. Anyway, I'll read the article. A tank truck driver previously accused of hauling 700 gallons of liquid meth. That's right, he was accused of driving a tanker full of 700 gallons of liquid meth. 
Do you have methamphetamine? This is not good. Inside a fuel tanker has been freed and found innocent after the initial test that showed a positive result for meth was proven faulty. In other words, the test they used to say that it was meth was wrong. It was diesel. Yeah. You know, I didn't even know meth came in a liquid form. I had no idea. Anyway, Giancarlos Toscano Guzman, yeah, everybody's got a 5,000 word name, was arrested on February 15th in Far Texas. Far Texas, P-H-A-R-R, -R, that's not too far from that bridge in New Mexico. So they're probably looking for stuff like this. Anyway, he spent nearly six weeks behind bars after being accused of transporting an estimated $10 million worth of methamphetamine inside of his tanker truck. If they wait long enough, we might have 10000 or $10 million worth of diesel, 700 gallons. Anyway, they uh, retested it, found out that, you know, it wasn't methamphetamine, it was diesel. Now, this all stemmed from a patrol officer's attention to detail when he observed something out of the ordinary. What's out of the ordinary? You know, you know, I don't know, you know. Anyway, the officer, uh, let's see, where's it at? Uh, according to Star-Telegram, Guzman was stopped in far with his load of mixed diesel and oil when a local officer in the area called for another, uh, was in there for another call, noticed several men pouring a liquid substance out of large barrels. Ooh. The officer approached Guzman and started a conversation during which the officer noticed that multiple tankers at the property were missing hazard placards. Ooh. The officer then called for backup. Hmm. As officers investigated the situation, they noticed crystallization around the barrels. Yeah, I could see where that get making suspicious. And a hose hanging from a chain link fence. The officers attributed these facts to the potential presence of meth and tested Guzman's cargo right there. The test apparently came back positive. Ooh, you know what? It wasn't positive. It was diesel. But now the man spent six weeks in jail. I wonder if he'll get a payday for that one. Ugh, I'd be so pissed. All right, let's get moving on. Okay, here's one you might have remembered from earlier in the year. Are we recording? Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay. I screwed up the the, the screen. Anyway, the uh, this happened on the Otayo Turnpike, right? Okay, this is, <laughs> this is just insane. And uh, anyway, plow driver caused 55 vehicles to crash on the Ohio Turnpike. Won't face criminal charges. Yeah, you probably should. Anyway, a snowplow driver who caused dozens of vehicles to crash in the Ohio Turnpike earlier this year won't be charged, according to a news report. On Wednesday, a grand jury declined to indict snowplow driver Timothy S. Rekay on charges of inducing panic and aggravated vehicle assault. The Ohio Turnpike, here's what happened, basically. Uh, he, they, they gave him a warning. You've, you know, he... He failed to responsibly perform duties that were within the proper scope of his position as a maintenance worker, class two roadway employee. So basically, here's what happened. The incident occurred around 2 p.m. on January 23rd, 2022, on the Ohio Turnpike near Sandusky, Ohio. Rakoy was uh, reportedly driving westbound at a high rate of speed on the inside lane, causing snow and ice to be forcibly sprayed across the medium on the vehicles traveling in the opposite direction. According to the report, Dozens of vehicles crashed, more than 50 vehicles were damaged, and 18 people were hurt. Now, if you go uh, look up speeding snowplow driver, uh, Rex cars, and you'll find it on YouTube. It's not my video, somebody else's. But what it is is a lot of damage. I mean, it was, it was just unbelievable, the shit that was flying across. It was like, 
It was just shocking he did that. So anyway, go check it out. All right, let's get moving on. All right, not that anything will change, but White House nominates Robin Hutchinson as FMCSA administrator. Uh, the Women in Trucking Association hosted Robin Hutchinson. On, uh, you know what? I don't know if Robin Hutchinson is male or female. Let's see if we can find out. Uh, oh, I, it looks like Robin Hutchinson is a female. Good for you. All right, so not that it matters. So maybe something will change. Who knows? More women in the industry makes more sense. They have a few in leadership and the organizations that regulate us. I have no problem with that. So let's see what happens. All right, let's get moving on. Well, it looks like the this is good for everybody. Now, Walmart is turning heads with a pledge to pay its drivers up to 110000 a year in its first year, double the salary of what some drivers are already making. So here's what it comes down to. Walmart raised the, ra the wages. They say you can make up to 110000 your first year. Uh, previously, it was 87000 Who knows? Um, look into it. Uh, if, if Walmart raises their wages, that's good for everybody because then it'll force everybody else to raise their wages. So I don't see a problem with that. You know, rising tide lifts all ships. And if somebody else is making more than me, that's fine. Because maybe I'll make more myself later on. That's how I look at it. So, I don't know. Boy, it's getting hot in this room without that fan on. If I turn a fan on, it'll just put this buzz in the microphone. Hmm. What a pain. But I'm a sufferer from my art. All right, let's get moving on. All right, here's that part of the episode. Here's that part of the show episode. Here's that part of the show I hate. We got to talk about it, though. I mean, if we don't talk about it, nobody else is going to, right? So, a Logan based Utah, a Logan, Utah based, I'll get this out right. A Logan based, uh, I'll try it again. I'm screwing this up. A Logan, Utah based trucking company, L.W. Miller Company, COS. I guess that stands for a company. I'm not sure. Anyway, you notified customers and drivers earlier this week that it will shut down its livestock hauling division on Monday. Its other four divisions will continue to operate. According to a letter sent to customers and obtained by Freight Waves, this is from Freight Waves, by the way, Rex Miller, CEO of LW Miller, called the driver shortage, rising cost, extremely tight margins, and freight rates the perfect storm that forced the company to shutter one of the largest livestock hauling operations in the U.S. After 37 years in business, the Business of transporting animals is no longer sustainable for the L.W. Miller organization, Miller wrote. This decision is certainly not a reflection of the current management team of the livestock division. You know, I'm surprised they just didn't sell it off. You know, it's kind of surprising to me. So, I don't know. Kind of sucks, but, you know, it's the time, you know, that... Oh, I keep hitting the wrong button. It's that time of the... Uh, that kind of year, you know. It is what it is, I guess. I'm not sure what it is, but it's one of those kind of things. So, I guess we'll just deal with it. Alright, let's get moving on. Well, this one kind of sucks. For this guy, anyway. So anyway, a driver stopped in, was it, uh, Dixmore, Illinois. Stopped in a parking lot. You know, got a ticket for Parking illegally. He just parked in a parking lot. The sign was on the other side. The property, he didn't see it. All right. The news crew pointed it out. It was a video clip. 
So he gets a ticket. What do you think? 120 bucks, 130, 140, 150, right? No, $750. The local police station there, you know, they're warning for different stuff. It's only said 100, 150, but they said that they hadn't updated it yet. So he got a ticket for $750. Wow. I once got a speeding ticket for 400 in Wyoming. Yeah, I was pretty pissed about that. It was years ago. I never forget that because the cop said, uh, you know, he, he stopped and he's, he says, I need to see your co-driver. He says, how can you get from here to there? I go, it's a team operation. And he goes, I need to see your co-driver's logs. And I said, well, he's logs in the bunk with him. He's sleeping. And you need to wake him up. I'm like, so you, you want me to wake him up so he can prove to you that he's getting enough sleep? Is that what you're asking me to do? And uh, then he kind of crouched and put his hand on his gun. I said, oh, let me go get him. <laughs> I'll wake him right up. Said, Mark, wake up. Don't move too fast. There's a cop out here who wants to shoot somebody, I think. So just be cool. So, yeah. But last week in Wyoming, I got pulled over. It was a random. It was nothing. I didn't do nothing wrong. And the officer pulled me. I can't remember his name. Anyway, the officer pulled me over and... Uh, it was a very pleasant experience. He he went over my logbook, went over through my, uh, uh, looked inside the trailer. You know, I was empty, so it doesn't matter. And we just did a class three inspection. Uh, it was, it was uh, you know, I'm down with it. I mean, they got to do what they got to do. And he was very respectful. It was a good guy. It was a pleasant experience. I walked away feeling pretty good. Uh, I must admit, I was a little surprised where I'm Wyoming. He's a little cold there, but I was perfectly fine in just a shirt, but I'm used to working outdoors. But anyway, it's just different in attitude. You know, one guy was very insecure and, you know, I didn't do what I wanted right away. And the second guy was like, hey, I'm just doing my job. Help me out. Yeah, no problem, man. What can I do to help you do your job so I can do my job? Yeah, it was a very pleasant experience. All right, so let's get moving on. All right, looks like there's something going down in Dublin. I don't know what's going on. I'm not hip to it. I certainly don't live in Dublin, Ireland. But apparently they're shutting down the, the city. I'll, uh, I got a friend that lives over there. I'm going to have to contact him and see what's going on. Or maybe, you know what, if there's any other drivers, I'm going on the road Monday and I'll be back, to, or Tuesday I'll be, and I'll be back Friday. So if there's any drivers out there from the Dublin or anywhere in Ireland that know more about what's going on here, can you give me a call at 414-666-1926? Leave me a message and I'll tell you how to set it up to where we can con we can talk. Because uh, I don't really want to say too much about it because I don't know enough about it. I haven't lived it. And I don't want to give out false information. So I'd rather talk to an expert, somebody who's local that knows the score. That being said, if anybody has anything they want to come on and talk about, you know, just like we did with Lula Insurance the other day, give me a call at 414-666-1926 or email me at kingfishcafe at gmail.com. That's kingfishcafe at gmail.com. Now remember, we don't do interviews. We do conversations. We don't do interviews. We're not a professional broadcaster. We're just a truck driver. And we like to talk to interesting people. And, you know, I thought the Lula Insurance one was pretty interesting. Um, that was kind of fun. Uh, I was thinking it was going to be kind of dry and they were going to have no sense of humor because they're an insurance company. But, you know, Michael from Lula was... Uh, it was pretty fun. It was a fun interview. I really, or conversation, I really enjoyed that. I could have went on, you know, I think that could have went on for a long time. Uh, so anyway, if you have anything, give me a call.
All right. That being said, remember, you know the score. Use the Hot Logic stove. You can find the show link, the link in the show notes. You get a discount if you use the coupon code. I think it's Kingfish Cafe or something like that. I get like a couple bucks for the show. Uh, so there's a link in there for uh, Lula uh, Insurance. At least I think there is in the show notes. Uh, check them out. Give them a call. You know, it doesn't hurt to call. Maybe you'll save some money. And let's see what else. Get over for tow truck drivers. Oh, God, please get over for tow truck drivers and cops and ambulances and everything, but especially tow truck drivers because then people's working. What if he slips and falls? He's going to land in front of your truck. You're going to kill somebody. Don't do that. Just get over, okay? That's all we got this week. Oh, I'm feeling pretty good. I think the sound's getting better. Let me know. If you think the sound's getting better, message me and say, Kingfish, the sound is getting better. Or message me and say, Kingfish, you're full of shit. The sound is not getting better. Either one I'll be perfectly happy with. Because quite honestly, I I don't know, I just I'm not a good nobody's a good judge of their own voice. Maybe Adele is, but Kingfish is certainly not. So anyway, that's all I got to say. Kingfish out, you all stay out of trouble. Don't cause any problems. Remember, winter's not over yet. I mean it is, but it isn't. Still got some issues, so be careful out there. And uh, remember, if you're from Dublin, give me a call. All right, peace out.